Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome back to Marriage and Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hi. 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 So I I uh I've been talking about this episode for a little while on Instagram and everything because it was sort of an eventful day for us. We went into the city to record with Sarah Merrill, who is aka Big Kid Problems, who has, she's a huge Instagram account. Um, she's a millennial, she's getting married, you'll hear all about that. But we had been, we spoke about the fact that it had been brewing like a fight between us for a couple weeks. Brewing pretty hard at that pretty point. Pretty yeah. hard at that point. And we did two back-to-back recordings with her. We Poor did, Sarah. Poor Sarah. Although <laughs> she didn't know it, that she didn't realize. Like I, I texted her the next day and was like, listen, I got to tell you, like, I'm really sorry if, you know, if you need us to like redo your episode. Yeah, well, there no was a problem. Point. There was a point when we stopped and she's like, wow, a real fight. On yeah, the she's like, this is great. She's like, this is like, <laughs> right. so I said it and she was like, oh, no, she's like, I know. She's like, I think it was great. I'm like, yeah, maybe it is great because you were doing a fighting episode for hers. Right. And you got an actual fight. So yeah, listen, you, it was real housewives you personified. You martinis, you get marriage martinis. So we um, we went to dinner after this, and I I just need to formally apologize to anyone in the restaurant. Not me. No, oh, God, no. I know I will still not apologize no. to you. Uh, but we, uh, I was crying through the whole dinner and everything. And I did a poll on Instagram uh, before, and I said, uh, "What percentage of you have gotten into a big blowout publicly with your spouse? And how many do you think said have done it?" 70%. Wow. I thought it would have been higher too. Only 54% said they've gotten into a public blowout with really? their spouse. But I also, I didn't ask how many of you have cried in public because of your spouse. I bet that number would be a lot higher. Uh, but I think the episode actually, despite the fact that we were ready to kill each other, I think it came out, it's re- a really fun episode. Well, the topic is a lot of fun. Especially, and she's a lot of fun. She's a lot of fun. And especially because we wish we could have a millennial wedding yeah, now. Totally. So it was fun for us to like dream. A little yeah. bit, you know, what we, what we would do. Right. It yeah. was, it was, I think it's a great, and I learned a lot actually too, because we haven't been to any millennial weddings. So it's an interesting thing to, yeah. to talk about. Uh, but I also, I realized that I, I kept a journal when we were uh, planning our wedding. Did you? Yes. I remember I used to keep these really intricate journals. Like I have one for yeah. Mia that's think, like yeah. every single time she like burped or like ate. Or yes. I remember that because you did journaling instead of that baby book where you just fill in the blanks. Yes. I journaled. I yes. do remember that. I journaled until our second child. And <laughs> right. I oh, poor Jonah. But uh, no, Jonah, well, Jonah's our third. No, I said poor Jonah because he got, 
she gets the oh yeah but but anyway uh i was thinking about maybe maybe i should start like reading some segments from the from the journal that yeah, would, think that fun? would be i don't know i listen to this awesome podcast that i love called childish um it's with i don't know if anybody knows allison rosen and greg fitzsimmons and they sometimes read from their old diaries it's a, like a hilarious segment they call like explosive diaries i think i should start doing that Okay. Because it is, it's so funny when they do it. And I, sometimes I yeah, read but mine. comedians, right? I know, but I sometimes read mine back and it's so like, as Mia would use as a teenager, like cringy yeah. to read it. The, it would be really funny to do it um, on. But anyway, um, yeah, if you have not checked out Childish and heard their explosive diary stories, you need to do that. They're, they're a lot like you and me, except you know what the difference is? No, they are not married, so they get to go home after they are like best friends doing a oh, podcast. Man, like, that's fun. I know, I know. So yeah, so they're awesome. But anyway, off topic. Uh, so I we don't have like pictures from our wedding around the house, or we don't even know like where our album or our DVD is because to us, no, because it was a VHS. <laughs> so. It wasn't. It was a DVD. Was it really? Yeah, it was a DVD. I thought it was a VHS. Yeah, no, that's it. We haven't seen it in no, so we long. Had a VHS. I think I'm right. But it's the point is. We're not sentimental about our wedding at all. No. Like, we're the opposite. So, I don't know, to hear her plan it and be able to be so um, excited and be so involved in it and everything, like, is really, I'm jealous. And we also talk about um, this amazing wedding she went to at the House of Yes, which if you have never looked that up or heard of that, look it up. It's pretty incredible. And these are the types of weddings that I wish that we had had and but yeah is- we talk about a ton of those which is why i kind of don't even want to come back to you with an answer for what you're talking about right now right because we get into it in the episode right okay so uh anyway big kid problems sarah Mal- merrill she was awesome thank you for being so patient with us that night i appreciate it and when her episode comes out i will let you all know so that you can listen and uh hear the second episode which is even more intense <laughs> than the first and we talk a little bit also about um our reminiscing about new york city for like the first i would say like eight minutes so if you just want to get to the wedding stuff you can just skip over that enjoy the episode it's really a fun one Hey guys, welcome to Marriage and Martinis. I'm Adam, here's Danielle. Hello. And here's Sarah. Hi. <laughs> here we are. Here we are. We are in New York City, in my old stomping ground. So I used to live on Charles Street. Downtown. I remember. Adam remembers. He only remembers the gross aspects of where I lived. Well, I remember almost every weekend taking the train in from Princeton Junction to Penn Station. Mm-hmm. And I must have really loved you because what a fucking hassle that is. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever gone to Penn it's Station, what, people do it every day. They commute. Know, like, do they still do that crazy train rush to like when you're waiting for your train to Penn Station when it flips the board? Yes. Is it still like? That? Oh, it's still like that. It's oh misery. My God, <laughs> I hated that. Right, and then everyone rushes it. to one track. Yeah, and you're lucky if you get a seat. Oh, I don't know how people do it every day. I know, but they do. So you're like, oh, you had to do it on the weekends to come party in the city. Yeah. People do that every I day right, to I'm go not, to work. I'm not going to bitch about it yeah, anymore. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was my roommate and I, who's still my best friend. We lived on Charles Street. And it was my cousin's apartment. So he was very, very kind to... And it was a cousin through marriage. So it wasn't even a cousin through blood. So he was very kind to like give us the apartment to you. And we... I mean, when I tell you we shit up this place, I mean, <laughs> I'll that. it was yeah. disgusting. How big was it? Because West Village apartments can really range. It was probably the size of this apartment, maybe. Studio? Well, it was a one yeah. bedroom. One bedroom. It okay. was a one bedroom, but I had, my bedroom was like this, like out in the living room. Yeah. And, and my friend, she was an only child. 
So she's like, I have to have the bedroom. I've never shared a bedroom with anybody. I was like, fine. So she had the bedroom and we slept out here when Adam would come. I would be like, okay, you need to lock yourself in there now and not come out for the rest of the night. Right. Uh, I don't care if you have to go to the bathroom, you just stay in there. Well, you couldn't anyway. You couldn't use your bathroom. No, my bathroom was disgusting. <laughs> the toilet was always clogged. Couldn't use your toilet, couldn't use your sink. Right. Couldn't use- It's like classic, classic New York City living right classic, there. And especially at 21 years old. Oh yeah. When you're, you're a senior in college and you know, you're just, you have no time for that. No one cleans. Oh my God, my first apartment here was disgusting. Really? Oh, so bad. And then that makes me feel better. Oh, you yeah. you like a really clean person, so now... No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. No, my first apartment literally was the size. Like, you couldn't even fit a queen-size bed in there because it would touch all three walls. Like, it wouldn't work. So I had to have, like, a full-size bed. And even, like, in that bed, like, if you were outside of the bed, you were basically touching a wall. Like, it was... Oh there. It was a clo- It was basically a closet turned into a bedroom, and I paid, like, <laughs> $1,500 a month. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, that was one amazing thing about going to NYU was that my first year, and I didn't even understand, and this was obviously pre-9-11, um, but I got there my freshman year. My dorm was on Washington Square Park, which anybody who knows anything about New York City, it's like this gorgeous, wonderful park. So I was overlooking Washington Square Park. I looked to my right, and it was the Twin Towers. I looked to my left, and I saw the Empire State Building. Like for a college- Which street? Is that right on Washington Square Park West? Okay. I was on so, Sullivan, so I had that same okay, view. Yeah. yeah. So as you know, in college that my parents were paying for it. It was like the perfect time to be living in New York. And I had this incredible view that probably would have been 16 times the cost had I not been in college. So it was incredible. And we are drinking, I have to say, we are drinking One Hope wine. Yes, we are. Which is your fiancé's. My fiancé's company. And it is delicious. Oh, I'm so glad you like it. I'm loving it. Yeah. And I'm very adamant right now is having a major jealousy because his whole (laughs) life mission is to own a winery. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little jealous. Yeah. I'm glad I'm marrying into this business, you know? Like, I don't have to do any of the work, but I get all the benefits. You're getting in after it's been kind of like at a level where... They've done all the work to, you know, get it going. Yes. So now you can enjoy. I can enjoy yes. it. I'm the official taste tester of One Hope. Oh, I was going to say, have you ever crushed the grapes? <laughs> I haven't because like they actually don't do that in real life. Oh no, you know? I Love Lucy episode. It's an I Love Lucy episode. But actually, <laughs> for our wedding, know. for our wedding, because we're going to do it at the winery that One Hope has and I want to do that. I want to have like maybe like the night before I want to do like grape stomping because I, I think it'd yes. be like so fun. Like everybody so has fun. that vision. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of gross to think about your drinking wine that was like on someone's the grapes are on someone's feet totally that's kind of gross do you know what my actual dream is i'll just tell you right now well hopefully this episode won't air until afterwards but i want to like have everyone do the grape stomp and then at dinner when we're all like toasting and everyone drinks the wine and be like that's the wine everybody crushed oh, <laughs> like, that would be like watch everyone like spit it out it i mean it, it would be we would be kidding obviously <laughs> but i just want to gross people out that's that amazing really funny. I love I, it. so i first learned about you, Sarah, from Big Kid Problems, which I have been following for a really long time. You just revealed to us that you're 30. You just turned 31. Yes. And we obviously are older, older. than that. But you <laughs> have, it have So Big Kid Problems, for anybody who doesn't know, it's an Instagram account that is, it's a lot of memes. It's a lot of your original hilarious content. And it's been around now for what? How long? A long time. So you were really young when you started it. Yeah, I started it while I was in college. I was a senior in college. Brilliant. Let me take you back. It was actually before Instagram was out. It started as a Twitter account. Oh my 
people? Yeah, so I was is on Twitter. Is it still on Twitter? Like, do you oh, still? yeah. Okay. So if you look at my account, it's actually, like, and there's a pattern, but it goes meme, tweet, meme, tweet. Like, these are all just screenshots of my tweets. And it's funny because it has a much bigger audience on Instagram than it does on Twitter. But yeah, that's how it started because a big part of it is just those like stupid little 140 character jokes. Because you really are like one of the, I don't know, is that what they, like the OGs, like the originals of Instagram for real. Like you are one of the older accounts. Now there's all these newer accounts trying to kind of replicate what you're doing. Yeah. But you were one of the originals. Thank you. That's yeah, amazing. it's fun. I'm definitely one of the ones that um like makes their own content. Cause I feel like there's like a lot of meme accounts out there that aggregate content, but I try to keep most of mine. Probably like ninety percent of the content is like from me. And your stuff is hilarious, and it gets shared by huge accounts. Yeah, it's right. nice when that happens. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. When the second you see that, you're like, yes. yes. Yeah. Right. It, before we started recording, we were talking about Danielle. Have, you have no idea how to do setups and the recording and the technical aspect of it. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, right now. I'm he knows lost nothing about. Time. Oh, really? I'm barely allowed on Instagram. I'm not allowed on the social media. You're not allowed. No, no, what I'm, do you I'm mean? I'm a stalker on our own social media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm so worried he's gonna offend somebody, so I make him. Stay oh, back. that's smart. I don't, I don't, I don't give him the know. password or anything. I have no idea how Instagram works or Twitter works. That's or so that. funny. Yeah. So but you're doing a great job, then. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that's sort of my realm, and I love it. I feel like I love the community and everything I think it's really fun and then you started a podcast yes okay so big kid problems is the podcast yes it's the big kid problems podcast it's my newest endeavor Uh I'm doing it so you guys we were kind of chatting about that too you guys have like an ongoing situation where you have episodes every week mine is a lot shorter I'm doing seasons Mm -hmm. I just did my first season um, earlier this year and then Now I'm in my second season, uh, which is only like 12 to 14 episodes and which is fun. And I get to like put a lot into each one and each episode has a topic. Like I'm going to have you guys on, obviously. We're excited. Yeah. So yeah, it's been really, really fun. I'm definitely still new to the podcast game, but I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, we love it too. But it is true. You're constantly figuring it out. Like it's one step at a time. Just barely over a year in and we're still... Figuring everything out as we're going. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, yeah, there's so much to it. So much to yeah. it. And on top of that, you are, when did you get engaged? You're planning a wedding. Planning a wedding, yes. Um, we got engaged on Memorial Day. So that was, oh. you know, just the beginning of the summer, okay. a couple months back. And I was shocked. Well, I wasn't shocked, shocked. Like, I knew we were going to get, we were going right. to get married. We were going to, you know, it was going to happen. But the day that it happened, I didn't know. Like, I was completely blindsided me. Oh. And I'm not one for surprises. <laughs> like, you don't like them or you can sense them coming? No, I don't like being surprised. Okay. And I'm usually never surprised. Like, I'm pretty, like, I don't know what the word is. Intuitive. Intuitive, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I can usually sense when this stuff is coming. So he got me good. Oh. What, what do you do? Wait, wait. Before, oh, sorry. Before that, I wanted to say, <laughs> I, didn't mean, I didn't mean to jump right in. Yeah, no, I want to hear the story also, but I wanted to talk to you about weddings. I know you said you're just in the beginning planning. Oh, so yeah. The thoughts are going. I don't know if you're one of those people who you've had a plan since you were seven years old. We'll talk about all that or not, but... As a millennial, can I call you that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an offensive, <laughs> no, offensive It's just a generation. Yeah. Some people, no, remember we did that episode and like some people are like, no, I'm not a millennial. I won't be called a millennial. We're Gen Xers, but we're kind of on the cusp of we're, millennials. We're Zennials. We're Zennials. Yes. I don't even know what that half means. Half X, half X. I don't know what any of it means. Right. 
All I know is that. Like, it's just a generation gap, so there's nothing offensive or anything about it. It just means you were born from. I know it's not offensive, but remember, like some people were saying, like, no, I'm not a millennial because then you're associated with what we were saying during that episode, like people whose parents pay their rent and this and that. Like we went over all that in one of the yes, earlier yeah. episodes. Well, there's, and there's a lot of misconceptions I, about millennials. I agree, I agree with you too because some of the greatest things that we are all doing today come from millennials. Look, it's, a, it's like any generation. There's good ones and there's bad ones. Okay? True. True. Yeah. There's great millennials that work hard as fuck like anybody else. Right. And then there's ones who their parents pay for everything that they do. So and there are definitely like ones that are changing the way we do everything. Of course. Absolutely. So, but anyway, the whole thing was that we got married 17 years ago, engaged 18 years ago. Wow. Yeah. And when I look yeah, we back on it, so we were what? Like six years old. <laughs> yeah. Years Just old. doing the math. Quick <laughs> math. Yeah. Well, when I look back on our wedding, we'll get into it. It was sort of a shit show. Really? Yeah, we'll talk about all that. I know, I'm very Yours curious. Is not going to be. I can already sense that because number one, you're more mature. Your world's more mature than we were. I just met your fiance. The two of you like could have parented us. Oh, we well, we, we all call him. We call him dad. Like he is very like my friends call him dad because he's like the mature guy. Yeah, but like I am not. Yeah, yeah no. Is he the same age as you, or he's older? No, he's a little bit older. Okay. No, yeah. but we were 23 when we got engaged. Wow. So keep in mind. Yeah. Okay. Oh, if I had gotten engaged yeah. at 23, yeah. like my wedding would 100% be a shit show. Yeah. And we, we were very, it was all very traditional. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Okay, so tell us first how you got engaged, number one. Um, okay, I'll give you the quick story. Yeah, sure, whatever. The quick story <laughs> is basically Brandon had told me, that's my fiance's name, Brandon. He had told me that we were going to go to this charity event at this place called Calamigos Ranch in Malibu, which is absolutely Isn't that stunning like and beautiful. That's, that's Casamigos. Okay. <laughs> I was actually calling it Casamigos for a very long time, okay. and I get corrected all the time. But it's just basically this beautiful uh, venue in Malibu. It's like overlooking all of Malibu. It's gorgeous. But we had been to a charity event a couple months before for his work. He gets invited to these kinds of things all the time. So I didn't even think anything of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, fine. We'll do that. Um, and he's like, I have to go to a the charity golf tournament is beforehand, so I have to go early. Just meet me at Calamigos at this time, you know, 7 p.m. or whatever it was. I'm like, sure. 6.30 rolls around. I'm not even, like, concerned. I'm, like, still at home getting ready, like, taking my sweet time. Because oh, no. I think I'm, like, I'm going to this charity event. I don't know anybody going. I'm not going to show up on time. Meanwhile, like, he had prepared this whole engagement thing, and, like, I'm missing it. I was an hour late to my own engagement. <laughs> anyway, he basically calls me. He's like, you need to hurry up. There's a sit-down dinner. Like, basically made a reason that I had to get there very quickly. So I show up at Calamigos. Now I'm going to keep calling it Casamigos. Right. right. <laughs> I show up at Calamigos. The valet, the valet was in on it. They basically were like, oh, you're here for the event. Let us show you to where you need to go. They walk me to this path. There's like a path that's going up this like vineyard, up this, up, up kind of not a mountain, but it's like up a hill. And 
I'm like not even paying attention, but there's like these little signs that are going along. I start reading them halfway through, but basically I'm going up this path and it, the first chalkboard sign says like sometimes, and then I keep walking. And then the next chalkboard sign says like the best moments. And then I keep walking. I just think this is for the event. Right. And then it says like are around the corner. And I turn the corner, like expecting to see like tables and chairs and like hundred people. And it's just Brandon oh sitting in the middle of like this field with like rose petals everywhere. It was like at sunset. So he was probably sweating by the time oh, he got there. Bullets. Yeah. Sweating bullets. He's like, where the fuck is she? Yes, for an hour in the sun. Oh, in a suit. God. I felt so oh well actually so I walk up to him I'm like I almost fell over and walk up to him and he did the whole like said a bunch of things like completely blacked out and then he says the first words out of my mouth instead of like yes I'll marry you were I can't believe I was an hour late I'm such a fucking asshole he's like is that a yes right. yeah oh, yeah that's awesome and so there wasn't anybody else there it was just it was the two of us. He did have um, one of his good friends is a photographer. I didn't even notice him, but he was there snapping pictures the whole time. So we have those pictures and they're epic. I'm so happy we have them. Aww, yeah. So it was that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. And I have to ask you about last night I was watching your stories on Instagram. I guess it's your personal account, but it's a public account. Yeah. And they were, you, you need to explain to me what was happening because there were, <laughs> you're at a wedding. Okay. So the caption was like just a casual wedding. And there's like two people twerking in a bathtub with like very little clothing on. Someone <laughs> else is above them sprinkling glitter while the other two are twerking. And it's like a whole like Wait, charade. Did, did you guys not have that at your wedding? Well, see, now I'm wishing I did. I'm so <laughs> upset. I had such FOMO watching that and I don't even know these people. And I was like, why wasn't I invited? I know. So here's the thing. Um, millennial so wedding. This was a wedding. This was a millennial was, wedding in the city, in New yeah, York City. It was actually in Brooklyn. Yeah, this is the thing. Millennial weddings, I think they're a little bit different. They're a little less traditional. And I'm so jealous. Um, this is like the wedding that I went to last night is actually like the, I don't know, this is like, they are the prime example of this because we're going to be non-traditional, but this was so non-traditional. It actually took place at this place called um, House of Yes. Have you heard of this? No. It's basically, we are literally at home all the time with our children. <laughs> it's so sad. House of Yes. Make a note of that. House sure. of Yes. Even just the name is like, what? Yeah. Uh, but it's basically like this warehouse in Brooklyn and they throw these like ridiculous parties that like go all night, like into the morning. It's basically like raves that they throw. So I've actually never been there, but I heard this. They're having their wedding at House of Yes. I'm like, oh, shoot. This is going to be Are they like a regular couple or are they like a Hollywood couple? Like. Are they just regular people who decided to get married at the House of Yes? Um, I mean, they're not right. Like, they're they're good friends of ours. They're really cool. Like, they're definitely like your quintessential. Like, I wouldn't say quintessential millennials, but they're very creative. They work in like the like weed industry. Yeah, like they work in like the weed industry, and like they have very non traditional like jobs. Uh -huh. Like. They travel a lot. They live bicoastally. And they just decided they wanted to have like a very fun, yeah. out of this world wedding. I love it. Yeah. This is why I love the millennials. Yeah. Because like, they we break sucked. the mold, right? Yeah. They actually have weddings that people want to go to. Yeah. And want to go, like, holy shit, we're going to this wedding tonight. Yeah, it's a millennial wedding. We're going to have so much fun. As opposed to, you know, when we were getting married and before us, it's. 
It's the fucking same fucking wedding. thing yeah, every weekend. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna pursue yeah, on the same wedding. Yeah, it's almost like your. It's almost like for your parents, you know, like well, we'll that's, yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah. the thing is, is that when you're in, and you're probably in thirty-one, you're probably in like the prime of like the thick of all your friends are probably getting married. Yeah, well, it, it's interesting because it, I feel like I've heard other generations say that, like, there comes a period of time where everyone's getting married. Ours are very spread out. Okay. And I will say, like, that's something, because I was talking to the bride last night and we were dying. I'm like, I cannot believe, like, this is your wedding. And she said, and it's so true, because she's in her mid-30s, we're also, a lot of us are getting married later in life. So she was saying, she's like, yeah, I'm in my mid-30s by this time. I've been to a million weddings. Like, the last thing I wanted to do was have another traditional wedding. Like, mm-hmm. we had to shake it up. And I'm like, well, you shook it up. <laughs> yeah. And were their parents so, okay, as much as I absolutely loved every second of watching your story and the entire time I was like, fucking A, this is a wedding I actually want to go to. Were, are the parents like fine with it, the older generation? Or are they like, because I feel like our parents would have been like, what the fuck <laughs> is happening? Like, where's the rabbi? Where's yeah. The rabbi? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I definitely saw like, you know, their grandparents were there and like, you know, there was like a madam. I don't know what they, is it a madame? I don't know. The madam, because it was that house of yes, who like officiated them was like cursing throughout the whole ceremony, like saying like, fuck, yeah. fuck, oh, fuck. We need to be millennials. <laughs> we need to get married again. We need. Uh, uh, screw that. We need to like actually like start over as millennials. That's where we belong. But we could have that kind of wedding. No, if we, we already have the vows. marriage. We already have the kids. Oh, let's get rid Isn't of the kids. Romantic? Get divorced. Start over. Start over. Just let them free. We can renew our vows anyway. Set them free. Like birds in a cage. Just open the cage. There's a special farm that the kids will have fun running around. (laughs) Our parents would be like, where are the kids? would be like, they're on a farm. Yeah, they're they're fine. It wasn't working out. (laughs) No, I think that that's amazing. So when you say that your wedding is not going to be quote unquote traditional. Yeah. Let's, we'll tell you a little bit about our wedding. Yeah. Fucking boring it was. We didn't know about glitter shakers and twerking and, and glitter shakers didn't exist until 10 years after we got married. Okay. (sighs) Well, they did. Of course they did. No, my point is when we were, we were kids when we got engaged, right? I just said we were 22 or 23, whatever. We didn't know what we wanted yet. We didn't know. We still lived at home. We still, you know, knew our traditions of marriage. This is how a wedding goes. This is what it is. This is where you go. She was influenced by her parents. I was influenced by my parents. That's kind of the way weddings... Yeah. And that's what you were saying. It's for your parents. Yeah. Your parents are basically throwing the party. They're footing the bill too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Especially being so young, we didn't have any money. We we couldn't have a wedding. Right. Like even our honeymoon, as much as it was a great honeymoon for us who had not been many places, I had been way less places than he had, but... Our honeymoon was like, you know, it was a seven-day cruise to the Caribbean. You know, it was a very standard because we paid for it. Yeah. And I had zero money. He had a little more money than I did. But it was just all very basic. I mean, it was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Like, every aspect of it was beautiful. We had a traditional, gorgeous wedding. Yeah. That's what we had. You know, like... Where was was it? In Livingston, New Jersey. Like at like a, was that like a country club or? It was or? a very she she not a country club but like a very she she um what's it called? I don't know. A wedding. Like a castle kind of thing, right? Oh yeah. Well. well no 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 not a castle like the excited. look of like but it was made to be an event place. Yeah. Like it's not like we were right. at. A it was a beautiful place. It was a beautiful wedding. It was 
the same wedding that every single person, you know, I shouldn't say every single person. Every single person who has a wedding at this place, that's what we have. Right. Like, there's no, there's like you basically like, pick your it. colors and your flowers. There was nothing that like people yes. who walked into the wedding were like, oh my God, this is so Adam and Danielle. There mm. was nothing like but that. But there really wasn't this is Adam and Danielle yet because we were so quick to get married after we met. It was four years after we got we No, met. I think that had we somebody so sat me down and said, what do you want your wedding to look like? What do you want people to experience? What do you want it to be? I think I would have had ideas, but there was none of that. It was not. I don't think you would have. Not yet. (laughs) You wanted it at a hotel in Princeton, like a regular basic hotel. Yeah, because I wanted to spend money on other things. That's my point. Like you weren't thinking about the wedding, how you wanted it to look. Like you wanted an easy, as your parents did, a cheap wedding. Damn. Oh, that's not, that's not a... I'm not coming down on them about that because I feel the same way. Yeah, I would do the same thing. Now? Right now, as the parent. Now, mm-hmm. of course, I feel the same way. Well, actually, I don't because of where we'll go with what we think we want weddings to be today if we were going to get remarried or if we can get married again. I'm into this whole renewing of the vows Thank idea. You. I like Thank it. What I was trying to say was <laughs> we, if, if we were getting married today for the first time or even 10 years ago for the first time... We would have way more control over our thoughts of what we want the wedding to be and where it would be and what... No? No, because our disagree? parents wouldn't have allowed it. But, but we <laughs> Unless would... we were paying for it. Absolutely. If we were paying for it. Right. But it would be... I think it would have stood our ground as being older saying, no, we're not into this big, traditional, beautiful wedding. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. But we'd rather go to Mexico and do just the people that we love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. Or that's definitely how they are now. Insert any place into Mexico. Destination you know yeah. That's how a lot of people are doing it these days. That makes so much sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you don't have to invite your third cousin removed because your other cousin's going to yeah. be there and like they have to be at a table with somebody. Like, you don't have to think about that stuff. Right. It's, well, it definitely still happens. I mean, I think it comes down to like who's paying for this wedding, you know? So when yes. you're early in your 20s, your parents have more of a say. They want to invite right. the whole family. You know, now that we're a little bit older, we have our own money. We're like, you know, mm-hmm. footing most of the bill. Right. We can be like, yeah, actually, we're not going to invite that mm-hmm. third aunt that I've See, met that's one a time. Huge deal too. That's yeah. really hard. Yeah. Yeah. But that's good that you're able to. That's one nice thing that waiting a little bit and having your own money really helps you to do. Yeah. But it also sucks. Yeah, when you can control. say, I'm paying for this. This is what we want to do. Yeah. I'd love you to be there, Mom and Dad. <laughs> but there is a perk to having somebody else foot the bill. Of course. <laughs> right. You know? But we but didn't, you we didn't have a up? choice. It's not like they foot the bill and then we had all this money that we had saved. We still had no money, even though they foot the bill. Like, we that's, didn't have yeah. it. So we were at zero no matter what. Yeah, that's true. Well, we're also, yeah, we're going to take all of our money and, like, lose it on this wedding. So we'll be right at zero. Uh, right. But you'll back. get gifts. Yeah, hopefully. You will. You will. Yeah. And so now I was reading with one thing with, you know, one thing that's different also is we had a very traditional registry, like a gift registry. Mm. I went to, you know, Fortune Off, fucking stupid as shit. (laughs) I've cooked once since we were married and I have all these fucking pots and pans that I have no idea what to do with. You know, we had a very, either you give a cash gift or you buy off the registry and the registry is literally sheets, towels. You know, it was like, I registered for towels. Waffle makers. I registered for utensils. Like, all this stupid shit. I did not register for China. That was one thing that was huge when we were getting married. Everyone was registering for China. I was like, I will never use China. So I didn't Smart, yeah. I'm happy about that. But other than that, like, vases and, like, dumb shit. Because that's what 
you did. Like that's all yeah. that was in a Bloomingdale's or a Fortune Off. And there were there weren't these other places that you can go online, like and I don't even know, you'll have to tell me. But I know now eighty percent of wedding planning is done online from what I read. Uh, planning or you mean the registry? Like just everything from the registry to, you know, and now for a registry, there's all these other options. Yeah. Well, I know that's what's great about registries now is um, you have basically, yeah, you can do it online. Um, I haven't done mine yet, but what I have heard is really nice is like you can put all of these things in your registry. So same thing like steak knives, China, whatever it is. But when somebody buys that for you, it's not actually buying the actual thing. Like me as the bride in my registry, I can say, okay, this person gave $100 for steak knives. Do you want the steak knives or do you want the $100? Oh. So we, at the end of the day, can just like cash out on our yes. registry. Or, you know, if we have things in there, I, again, I haven't done it yet. But if there are things, we'll probably put like honeymoon. That's another thing. A lot of people put like their honeymoon costs right. on there. Right, see that, that's what I would have loved to Yeah, do. which we is great. We could have gone to like fucking Asia or something. No, we couldn't have because this did not exist when we were. I'm <laughs> saying there was, if it did exist. There was barely an online when we got married. There was, I, there was AOL oh chat rooms when we got married. I'm saying to you that if it did exist, we could have done the most yes. phenomenal honeymoon and not fucking seen the Bahamas for the 75th well, if time. If you had allowed us to wait to get married, maybe that would have occurred. All right. <laughs> were you guys when you guys got married was a lot of people at your age getting married no, at that time or were you the no, first? Was way first okay that was another thing you know but when we actually had our first child we were 28 20, i was 27 we were 27 so we were the young parents like our friends were 30 32 you know yeah and, and my brother and my sister was a little bit older too my brother was 30 how old were we? I was 24 my brother was 34 when he got married and I think they had their first kid at 35 and 36 and like it, it was they did a lot before they were you know it's a nice thing to wait like we did we're the one nice thing is that we're going to be retired earlier yeah that's nice we won't have no, much we won't have much money we're gonna have kids <laughs> out of the house early not right so much not retired. retired and we're gonna be paying for three colleges so oh god hopefully yeah but uh, maybe not but it, it will be nice a little bit that we'll be able to do that stuff, you know, as long as, like, but I always say, who knows if we'll have, like, really bad arthritis and we can't do all these things. So it's a risk we're taking that... Well, we'll be in our mid-50s, which is only one decade away. <laughs> right. scary. That's a good point. When the kids are out of the house. That's wild. So we'll be very young. Yeah. You know, with no kids. We have friends now, multiple friends, who are just having their second kid. Wow. In their mid-40s. Yeah. You know? So they got they have to look another 20 years into the future. You know, it's kind of... <laughs> Unless you just let them free. Right. <laughs> yeah. well, I have this farm that I was working on. Yeah, well, I like this... Con- vineyard. Fuck the farm. Right. Yeah. I take them to her vineyard. <laughs> they, they can stop grapes. Perfect. Put them to work. Put them yeah. to work. Yeah. So that's, that was one of the big differences when I was looking at, you know, the like that so much of it we had to listen we went from one photographer to the next photographer to the next like the actual like brick and mortar places that these people were oh wow you know i went to i saw you got your dress yes finally kleinfeld is that kleinfeld that's amazing i don't know if, if it's different nowadays but you know we went i went to 17 different places to look at dresses and you know it's just it's it seems like a lot you're spending a lot less time doing 
the, not that a dress isn't important and everything, but you have more time to actually like enjoy being engaged and enjoy, Yeah. you know what I mean? Like we spent so much of that time planning that that whole time we weren't talking about the real shit. Like we had no idea we, how we wanted to work our finances and what kind of parents we wanted to be because we were too fucking busy picking out what kind of chairs we wanted at the event. Yeah, I didn't realize that, that you had to like go to physical places and like, oh, look at things. God. Oh my God. Literally, we would go from... <laughs> no, I remember it was so early on and my dad, when we told him we want to get married at this place called the Crystal Plaza... So he did like crystalplaza.com and it was porn site. Uh. <laughs> and he had like never been on the internet before. And he's like, uh, I don't think this is a good place for you to get married. Was <laughs> he Obama? But what? You just did like a really good Obama impression. I did? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it was just a different, you know, it was when we were planning it, we were planning it 24-7. It was all consuming. Oof. Well, yeah, you had to go one place to see the bands, one place to try the cake, one place to, you know, get the dress. Yeah, we physically watched the bands perform. Wow. One, not on a video, in person. In person. (laughs) Like, picture the wedding singer. You see that movie, Adam Sandler, right? Of course. That's what you had. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even realize that, but you're right. That does make it so much easier because I feel like I get a lot of stuff, too, and, like, I know what I want based off of like Pinterest and Instagram, you know, like I can just kind of look around and see what else is out there. Whereas like maybe you only had the weddings you had been to before as like inspiration. Exactly. And there were like three of them. Yeah. (laughs) Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com And so my, I think even when our parents were planning it, they were planning it based on what their weddings were. Right. Or like his sister had just gotten married a year before us. They wanted our wedding to kind of be exactly like her wedding because it was great and it was beautiful. Let's just do it again. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what weddings were. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the traditional beautiful. Right. Let me give my kids this kind of wedding. Right. Which I'm not downplaying it. Like, thank you very much to, you know, our parents for doing that for us. I'm not, you know, if there was an option, we probably would have chosen something very different. Yeah, I would, have, I would have been twerking with glitter on my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing, and I think this is interesting, is so there was definitely like a pendulum sw- uh, shift because, you know, now there's all of this. Everybody wants to top the next wedding. Everyone wants their wedding to be different. And now mm-hmm. you can go to Instagram and there's so many ideas and there's all of these things. And I think that the wedding industry itself has kind of just like begun to go crazy and get everything's like very expensive. The wedding industry is like nuts. Yeah. You know, and like you'll go you know, an event that's like a charity event with the same chairs and tables and stuff like those chairs and tables cost a certain price. And then those same chairs and tables going to a wedding, it's like four times the cost, like everything. They just upcharge and upcharge and upcharge. And I think so right now, like my generation, we're we're at like this. I think we're almost at the peak of like this wedding bubble. And I honestly think it's going to burst soon. Like truly, I think that are the next generation because they're already like Gen Z 
Is that the next Z's. one? Gen Z. That's our kids. Our kids are the Z's. Yeah. But we already see like, you know, people were doing things a little bit less traditionally. Like we don't have like nine to five jobs. And I think that that's going to continue to happen. And as like, we real like people, you know, in generations realize they don't have to do things like the, the last set. I really think that people are not going to be spending uh, as like much a, a, like a rebellion yeah i almost yeah. think it's going to be a bit of a rebellion like that wedding i went to last night even though it was crazy it was at this amazing club like that was way cheaper than your typical like hundred thousand dollar wedding at like a country club right. you know like people are just gonna be spending their money a little bit different making it a little bit more fun maybe more party vibe less I, tradition i think that's a shift also is that you know when when we got married and i know this still happens but it was very much centered around the two of us and our first dance and this and that. I think now one of the things that's so nice is that they're they're concentrating more on the fact of, okay, there are all these guests who really want to have a good time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and when we were getting married, it was more like, what do you want the first song to be? What are your, you know, your, you know, your, your uh, bridal party and the photographs and we, you know, everyone has to wait while you do an hour taking pictures with everybody. I think now it's more like an experience. Mm -hmm. And more of one thing that I really also would love to do if we do, when we renew our vows, and I will do it by myself if he's not there, <laughs> I will have a friend stand in or something. But, which you probably prefer anyway. Which so. I do prefer. Well, yeah, you prefer the night after the wedding to be with one of your girlfriends anyway. Oh, so. whatever. <laughs> so I feel like another thing that's happening, and you could tell me if this is something you plan on doing for yours, is that like one nice thing about a destination wedding where we went for our really good friends a couple years ago is that... It's not five hours and it's over. Like you're spending, it's a whole weekend event. And mm -hmm. people, you know, people are flying in. People are driving hours. They're sitting in traffic. They're taking off of work or they're canceling their weekend plans. And it's like, it's nice as long as it's a fun, you know, experience it's nice to give them more than a five-hour event and for you getting married yeah that's what i've heard too a lot of brides say like they blink and then the day's over yeah. and it's just oh. a day and that's why yes. I, I like the weekend wedding idea too yeah. is like you can actually relax and enjoy mm -hmm. and you have your like we're gonna have our we're gonna have basically a four-day wedding because we're gonna have a rehearsal dinner on thursday friday have a welcome party where like everyone gets there we have a basic like party on friday saturday the actual wedding sunday like a brunch before you go so there's gonna be four events that like i get to enjoy awesome. it's a vacation yeah whatever's coming for sure vacation More and you just, just yeah you get to spend yeah. quality time because especially at, a, at an old school wedding too like the bride is just running around saying hi to everyone making yeah, sure that, they say hello that, but i was actually really good about that even then I did not go table to table and say hello to everybody. And I know there were people pissed off. And I was like, I don't give a shit. Because <laughs> I wanted to like just... And I Enjoy didn't know it. half those people. I was with the people I wanted to be with. But I got a lot of flack for that. Like I, I, there were a lot of pissed off people who were like, she didn't come over and say hi to us. And I get it. You came in from this place or this place. But I haven't seen you since I'm three. Yeah. And this is my wedding. Right. You know, talk to my parents. They're the ones who invited you, not me. <laughs> so it was like a lot of that. But at the same time... I'm glad I did that because I did enjoy a little bit more of what, what we were doing. Another thing that I was going to ask you about is name change. Oh, yeah. Because it was, you know, it's becoming now more and more that women aren't changing their names. For me at the time, even, you know, there were, I have friends who didn't change their name. And I'm super respectful for that. I totally get it. I think it's, you know, there's so many reasons not to. 
I wanted to have the same name as my kids, so mm-hmm. I wanted to do that. Is that something that's becoming more questionable? Yeah, I definitely think that's like more up in the air. It's interesting because I'm thinking about it too, and it's weird. You know, I you have a great name. Thank you. Don't tell your fiance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's also like my name is part of my like brand online. Yeah. You know, like and I want you can people do two different things: private, right, and public. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think what I'll end up doing is just I'll probably do a hyphenated situation. Like I'll probably be like Sarah Merrill Hall. So that's me. But I do see that happening too. Like a lot of people like keeping their name, hyphenating. Yeah. I wouldn't have my kids hyphenate, but I would probably hyphenate. Yeah, that you, makes sense. You can keep your branded name online or wherever you want it to be. And personally, keep, right. you know, his name if you chose to do so. So it's not like changing your name means you lose your online presence. It's not even just about the online presence. I, I don't know. I just kind of like an identity. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and I've lived, in, I've been in this identity, you know, like into my sure. 30s. It's just like right. feels weird to suddenly like completely up and Is that kind of a trend? Name. Is that what's happening? No, but well, when I did research, it said that 80% of women still change their names. Okay. And that might just be like total like, you know, heterosexual marriages. I don't know how much that has to do with, you know, yeah. homosexual marriages or anything. But it did say that, yeah, it's still 80% of people changing their names, but... I see that I see why after a certain you know amount of time it must get harder and harder because you're like you've been that identity for even longer. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What about dresses? I have five of those in my bridal party. That's good. <laughs> see, you're all set. You don't have to worry about shit. Yeah. So what about like dresses and stuff? Are is it still is everyone wearing the same dress? Are you doing different? Is it like a whatever you want? Because I did black. Mm. But you could wear whatever you want. That wanted. was nice of you. Well, it was nice, <laughs> and I have to say, it was very progressive for my time. Very progressive. It was, because everyone was doing, like, you know, like, peach or teal, or and I was like, no, just black, I don't give a shit. What it looks like, it just has to be black. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick, like, a color and let, like, this is what I've heard of um, people doing recently. Like, they'll basically pick a color and be like, you know, here's a couple options from stores all over. Right. They don't all need to be the same. Like, you pick whatever style you want and then just send it to me so that, like, at the end I can kind of make sure that it all kind of flows together Mm -hmm. and then, like, make the final okay. I don't know if that sounds like Bridezilla-y. Not at all. But uh, No, Bridezilla-y is this is what you're wearing. I don't care how you feel in it. You know, yeah. that's, that's sort of Bridezilla. Yeah. I did have a girlfriend who was like, I think her color was teal and she was very chill. She's like, yeah, just get a teal dress. But then all of them had like a different shade of teal and it looked a little weird. Okay. So that's the only thing is I'm, I'm going to be like, yeah, get it from wherever you want. But at the end of the day, I'm just going to like need to make sure it's cohesive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know where you're going on your honeymoon? No idea. Okay. That, I think honeymoons, because um, you mentioned, like, your honeymoon, too. I think that's kind of been a shift, too. Oh. And um, in, like, our generation, as I think uh, we have way more emphasis on the honeymoon. Yeah. Like, I'm actually going to, like, I'm more about, like, we both want to take, like, a month-long honeymoon. Because oh. like, we also have non-traditional jobs where we, like, can do that. Mm-hmm. But we're going to, like, be allocating, like, some more – where funds might be going to, like, more things on the wedding, like, we're going to take away from – like, I don't think we're going to do, like, a sit-down dinner either. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to get rid of some of these things that are well, staples. Like a buffet? But, like a buffet, yeah. like, extra food. We might have, like, food trucks. We might do, like, oh, all random it. things. I'm but so jealous. I know. Mm-hmm. 
we I'm saying this we don't know like I literally have but no idea options of those things like if we had food trucks our parents would have been like fuck you you're not having food trucks you're having what we want you to have and right if we did everybody would have loved the food and everybody would be like oh, no it might have been a little bit on. of a no it might have been a little bit like they had food trucks right? like also <laughs> would have been the progressive yeah we would have set the standards or we would have been the cheap ass <laughs> yeah. here's the thing I'm like I I personally like never care about food at a wedding like I literally never care I just want to get there it's I want to hit the dance bad. floor it's usually not great mm-hmm. um, I want to hit the dance floor I, I'm more interested in like the party the part and the, ap- and the appetizers I love me an appetizer right. mm-hmm. absolutely Yes. You know? Yeah, cocktail hour is the only really thing you yeah. need. Cocktail hour should be the party, and then it's like an hour of dancing after. Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> for sure. So right. we're, I think we're going to scrap that, put it towards honeymoon fun. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's it. so smart. All right, I can't wait to find out. We're going to follow up and find out where you're going. Um, all right, I had a few. I did some research, and I had a few. says some interesting information about weddings today as opposed to when we were between showers, bachelorette, and bachelor parties, and the big day itself, how much do you think wedding party members on average spend to be in a wedding? Oh, you mean like the bridal the bridal yeah, party? Yeah, like the bridal part of the groomsmen, probably more the bridal party because I think they have a bigger part. Yeah. And I think you can rent a tux, but you have to buy a dress. They don't do like br- bridesmaid rentals yet, right? People don't usually rent. Right. I think dresses have gotten cheaper just because like, people are more like you're allowed to kind of like pick whatever you want like mm-hmm. I've seen like you know there's some websites now you can get like your dress online for like a hundred bucks so honestly guess my guess average this might sound crazy to some people 7500 whoa well that's a city wedding right this is yeah this was a thousand dollars oh but we're even talking like anywhere in the country so what you're saying might be i mean i'm just saying like i went like i had a friend's um bachelorette party a couple months ago and i actually i couldn't i couldn't go i ended up i had to uh, i wasn't able to go but it was in tulum and the trip itself cost yeah, everyone mexico, right? it was in mexico uh-huh. it cost everyone three grand so that's three grand just on the bachelor right, party. And then you right. have like the wedding shower, you have right. then the wedding's a destination too. So then that's you another have to fly thing. Back. Yeah, so th- this shit adds up. Mm-hmm. It sure does. Yeah, it said even guests not involved in the ceremony, even if you're not in the bridal party, can spend upwards of seven hundred dollars per wedding by the time you you go into travel, your outfits, your hotels, and gifts are all mixed in. All right, what months do you think the most engagements happen? I hear from both of you. February. Really? Oh, I was oh. In, I was gonna guess December. <laughs> yes, December. Ding, 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 yeah, December. Engagement season. I used to. She, I know she, that. She doesn't even understand Valentine's Day <laughs> in February. and Didn't get it. December? Why? Because of Christmas. Yeah, a lot of people do yeah. engagements over the holidays. Probably okay. like around their family and stuff too, because everyone's together then. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like you oh, know. They were December. No, we were November, bitch. <laughs> Don't call me bitch, first of all. It was How'd you guys get engaged? Yeah, not an interesting story. No, no I want to hear. I'll tell you. It was at a time. Japanese restaurant. <laughs> really? Hibachi. He was, it was at Hibachi, and he was sweating so badly, and I was like, can you guys turn the stove down a little bit? He's really hot. Meanwhile, he was. we went back to our room, and he proposed. I thought I was pregnant, too, but I wasn't. <laughs> it was December. It was the night before my birthday. My birthday oh, is November twenty fifth. I don't know. Wait, wasn't it twelve sixteen? No. Okay, <laughs> it's December is correct. What percentage of men still get down on one knee? 
Oh, I think it's high. It's got to be high. 95? I mean... Well, it depends on if the woman gets down on both knees first. (laughs) (laughs) 75%. This is just from, like, you know, a wedding site. What percentage? Oh, we said change their name. 80%. Um, And then I just have, like, some of the more expensive weddings. This will make you feel better no matter what you spend. That Kate and William's wedding cost an estimated $34 million. $34 million? $34 million. That makes it perhaps the third most expensive wedding in history. Diana and Charles take the cake with a wedding costing $110 million when adjusted for inflation. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's totally worth it. <laughs> and then I had, when we were talking about changing your name, I had an interesting story that in 1855, suffragist, women suffragist, Lucy Stone insisted on keeping her name when she married abolitionist Henry Blackwell. 1855, she was like, I'm keeping my name. That's Damn, pretty girl. ballsy. Yeah. And in the marriage contract that uh, was read at their wedding, they gave voice to both both to their mutual devotion and to their shared rejection of the marital laws that deprived women of so much freedom and financial equality. So, like, even back then, they were... See? Mm-hmm. It's all changed. I love it. Yeah. All right, and famous... I want to talk also about your most famous movie and TV weddings of all time. Oh, the most famous wedding movie? Or, like, your favorite. Oh, man, that's hard. Favorite movie and TV weddings. Um, I, you, I have not cataloged them. Yeah, you know so many. Favorite movie weddings? Or TV weddings. Or like most fam- famous that you think of. I thought you were going to say like The Godfather when they, or like Goodfellas, which was the movie where they come with all the checks. It's just one person after fellas. the other. Where they're just, have you seen Goodfellas? Or isn't that like, like The Godfather? I think well, the Godfather, no, the Godfather, Godfather the whole, like half of the movie is about the wedding and then the second half is about, but Goodfellas when they're dancing and she and she Karen says, but what about the bag with all the money? And, and he's like, and nobody's gonna says, touch yeah, the money. Nobody's gonna touch nobody's the money. Don't worry about that here because they're all giving yeah. cash and everything. <sighs> yeah, well, friends. When uh, Rachel says the wrong name, Evan Ross says the wrong name. Oh, right. classic. Mm-hmm. And the Princess Bride. Marriage yes, is what brings yes. us. <laughs> and love actually, which is my favorite. Have you seen that, that wedding? Actually? Yeah. Where at the beginning, where then that you find out that he's been photographing, uh, the videographer was videoing her the whole time because he's so in love with her. You, you, you don't remember saw, that? You never saw it. Oh, what? I know. You Same reason that. he doesn't want to renew his vows because he's behind the times. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was fun. This was yeah, so fun. Yes. yes. All right, so tell everyone where they can find you, Sarah Merrill. Yes, um, Sarah Merrill on my personal uh, Instagram is where I'm going to be posting a lot of my wedding stuff. And where you're going to be posting more twerking with glitter, I hope. More, lots of twerking with glitter okay. um, and ridiculous things. And then my comedy account is Big Kid Problems. Big Kid Problems on Instagram. Think of it as like you're not an adult, you're a big kid with problems. Check out the podcast. The podcast is really fun and new. Uh, the Big Kid Problems podcast on iTunes, Spotify. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, right. I, I'm pretty and sure you'll be able to find yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I yeah. Will put a, we'll put your links everywhere also. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks thank so much for you. having thank me. Thank you for having us in your cute apartment. I love it here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I want to move in. We, well, we could... We could. You can Airbnb it. Or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yes, absolutely. Can we tonight? Here's a check. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Sarah, and good luck with your wedding planning. We're going to check in from time to time and give people an update. Perfect. Okay. Thanks. Wish me luck. I do. Yes. Good luck. (laughs)